Hey, welcome back to the Olympic Coaching Podcast. I'm Coach Caleb here with Matty D. And then, uh, man, we were talking about a fun topic today, maybe a little controversial, uh, as we talk with our fit friends and our less fit friends, we get in this little debate of like, hmm, who gets injured more? <laughs> so this will be a fun topic. So let's dive into this topic and let's see where this goes. All right, so I love getting here on this podcast with you, Matt, because like we just get to sort of freestyle. This is unscripted. This is we just kind of love to get on a topic and then just talk it out and see if we can come up with practical things that can really help people with this. Because that's the biggest goal with uh, with this podcast: put free content out there that can practically help you with your normal daily life um, to move better towards fitness and performance. So. Yeah, uh, big question is, you know, uh, do fit people get injured more often than inactive people? Uh, sometimes, yes. Um, it's <laughs> bull statement. It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, you've, uh, you know, experienced this recently, but, and I mean, we all do as we're working out and um, trying to maintain or improve our fitness, but. Um, you know, you just tweak a little muscle here. Um, you're feeling some tightness, maybe um, different places, and so um, it does happen. Like injuries and um, things that can actually set you back from the goals you're wanting to achieve do happen um, kind of regularly to fit people. Um, it's not something that is unheard of at all. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of a funny thing. Some people, I mean, especially when you're young, right? You get into fitness because you're like, I am invincible. If I do enough exercise or I eat certain things right or eat right often enough, then uh, I'll get out unscathed. I won't get hurt. Uh, I'll do whatever I want and I'll live a long time. I'll defy age. You know, I found the fountain of youth. I'm going to stay like this forever. Uh, I mean, no one would ever say that, right? But we think it whenever we're younger, right? Because you just don't know. You, You have an experience that the uh, natural occurrence of this thing called aging. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, uh, it, it just happens uh, whenever you're being an athlete or just someone who is regularly physically active, you're putting miles on the car, really. And so with, like any vehicle, like you just have to maintain it. Like any house, you have to maintain it. Uh, if you don't take care of it, it breaks down every now and then. It doesn't mean that the whole thing breaks it'll last a really long time but you get little dings here and there mm-hmm. um and thankfully we don't wear out like car parts as long as we take care of ourselves uh but what about like okay what about like i've sometimes had conversations like maybe i have a little minor injury or something that i caught myself in and to be clear like 2021 was a kind of an injury prone year for me myself uh i had a ql uh, injury, which might have been related to something related to the spine, uh, just referring outwards. And so QL is like this big muscle that wraps around your lower back. Uh, it's part of the whole system of muscles there that helps stabilize your lower back and everything. And it got inflamed enough that I couldn't even bend over and pick something up. And, uh, and you know, within two weeks, I was cleared up and I kind of phased myself back into exercise. And I was fine. I haven't had any problem with it since. Uh, but then, you know, I was 
messing around on an obstacle course, like trying to be a next ninja warrior. And, uh, you know, I strained my lat, you know, just a couple of months ago. <laughs> you were well on your way to being the next ninja warrior. <laughs> <laughs> that lat just really held you back. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was my next thing. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, or a little thing like, uh, you know, I, you know, get a little bit tight in the hips. And so I get, so it makes it hard to squat for a little while. So little things like that, just, I always find ways to be fit, but you know, little things happen. And then I have a conversation with uh, one of my neighbors and he has done little more than walk his whole life. And, uh, you know, and he's tried to do maybe a, some kettlebell deadlifts with like up to a 16 kg kettlebell. So he's not lifting anywhere close to anything heavy. Um, and he's like, I've never ever been injured ever. I don't even know what that's like, you know? And so like, Am I crazy? Am I crazy for exercising? You know, am I making myself more resistant or making myself more broken? And so you probably argue both ways, but what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> you mentioned that you're kind of like a house, like, and I like, I kind of like to talk about our bodies that way. It's, it's an investment when you're um, trying to be physically fit, you're trying to keep yourself active. And so it's not just for the here and now, it's for the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I think that the more physically fit, the more muscle and um, bone density and different things you can build um, while you're trying to pursue different goals um, is going to help you so much more um, in the long term than someone that maybe does a few kettlebell deadlifts or maybe walks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just going to be more apt to deal with life and um, different stressors. Um, whatever they may be mm-hmm. so okay let's go a little bit deeper in that like by be- being physically active by building your strength or specifically by doing uh resistance training um resistance training in the sense of like you're you're lifting something uh some kind of load or you're putting some kind of external load on your body that you have to put effort into moving you know so um how does that develop you or prepare your system your your system is in your body, it's your body structures, your hormones, everything. Um, how does it prepare you for different life challenges? Yeah, I think uh, um, it'll just develop your bone density. So later on in life, as you're aging, um, you're going to have stronger bones that are able to actually you know, last longer in old age. You're not going to develop some of these different diseases or you may not have some of these, um, you know, I feel like so many people um, know an old person that's fallen and broken their hip. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, you're not saying that resistance training always is going to fix something like that, um, but it certainly couldn't hurt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think you may know more about um, like some of the hormones or different things that it may uh, help with. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, I like that you said about the bone density. That's a huge thing as we get older. Like you fall, you break something, you know, like because the sad thing is, it's just part of, you know, the science of aging, you know, gerontology. Um, This is a, you know, once you hit somewhere between 25 and 30, you kind of hit your peak bone mass. And uh, at that point, your body starts getting less and less efficient at creating new bone. Um, laying down more density uh, more strength of your bones and so it's like in some sense it's all downhill from there and 
all that to say, your bones last a really long time. <laughs> I mean, we're living upper 80s and 90s now for many people. And so to stop building fresh bone at or somewhere around age 30, it's going to last a lot longer. But all that to say, like, uh, if you're not doing things from an early age or even doing it, putting any resistance to slow that process, you you don't if you don't use it, you lose it. And so your body won't retain any kind of bone mass much like it will waste away faster if you're not going to put any kind of a external stressor on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use an illustration of like a tree. Um, if you put a tree in a completely docile, windless, you know, like zero wind kind of environment, the roots won't go that deep and it, it'll be super fragile. Uh, but the trees are, are in like tropical places near the coast. Those things are tough. You can have gale force winds and that tree is bent over, but it's not coming out of the ground. And so, and those are the strongest trees, you know? And so it's just fascinating. Like you put something under stress, it will respond to that stress and come back stronger. The same thing goes with our muscles. Um, And so every time we give ourselves a stimulus, as long as it's not like an over stress, uh, it's good to sort of overreach off and on to keep your body adapting to keep your body you know shock it every once in a while to let it know like hey stay ready kind of thing um but if you're continually off and on kind of pushing yourself not only to limit but maintaining sort of a a standard of fitness then you're prepared for um so many different challenges, uh, sudden challenges, you know, mm-hmm. think, you know, expect the unexpected kind of thing. And so hormonally it helps regulate like physical activity and good nutrition and all that, it, it, like working out, it helps regulate your sleep rhythms. It helps keep a lean mass, which keeps uh, like muscle and bone mass. It helps keep your metabolism higher for longer, which uh, I've had good conversations with college professors on this of like, uh, it's an interesting question. Yes, it is true that we do slow a little bit uh, or gradually metabolically with age where we just become less efficient. And so it's easier to retain excess weight or body fat that we don't want. But there's also a lifestyle factor to that where people just stop moving as much. We don't play as much sport. We're not doing as much running. You know, like kids, they sprint everywhere they go. They mm-hmm. love it, you know. Um, but we do less and less, we become more and more sedentary. And so naturally we lose lean mass, muscle and bone. And so that leads to a slower metabolism. And so it means eating too much food adds on extra pounds faster than we want it to. Um, and so, but that regular physical activity is going to help us so much with, um, good like testosterone and estrogen, like the female hormone cycle is going to be better regulated with regular physical activity and exercise and even resistance training. Um, it's especially important for women, uh, as postmenopausal women have a high risk of, uh, osteoporosis. And so if you're doing everything you can, of building up that bone mass now while you're younger, then you have a chance at having no problems, uh, with your bones and stuff later on. And so big time for hormones, but also, I love to get into sort of the, what about the daily challenges of life? The 
things that your commute, your uh, playing with your kids someday, or uh, random, you know, the random fight you might have on the on the street. You know, hope, you know, Lord willing, that doesn't happen. <laughs> but uh, or like you feel like arm wrestling your friend. Uh, you know, the random things, you know, how is some kind of resistance training or exercise or some level of fitness going to prepare you to have confidence mentally and physically to be able to handle those? Yeah, I think uh, one thing that you've mentioned previously is um, being stronger and just having that muscle and that ability to move something that is heavier. You may not always necessarily need, you know, that one rep max, heaviest as you can go, like type of energy. But having that capability um, makes everything else beneath that easier. Mm. So it makes everything else um, in your life, um, whether that is playing with your kids or, you know, arm wrestling a buddy at the bar um, for for a few dollars or whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to just help you in all of those areas because um, it's going to be a lot less than what you've already, all the work you've already done, Mm -hmm. um, both physically and mentally. Um, I think a part of this that we haven't mentioned too much yet is just the mental, um, the mental side of consistency and discipline that training can take. Um, and just knowing that, oh, I can work through this injury or I can continue to train and get better. Um, I can reach my goals. Um, and just the positive benefits that that has, um, compared to, um, not exercising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much in that, man, there, um, it's fascinating seeing that the mental confidence that someone can have whenever they have um, a good maintenance of fitness. It, it, it's a great life teacher for sure. You like you understand that. Wow, I can grit through this short-term workout, and that teaches you a life lesson of like sometimes it takes grit to get through whatever life's given you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and like when you're going through a grueling workout, uh, it teaches you like, you know what, you don't, uh, you know, you get in this for the benefits because you come out wiser, you come out better on the other end. And so you take it, All right, I'm going to take it one rep at a time. I'm going to take it one breath at a time, one step at a time. Uh, just trying to keep one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean... So much, there's, there's so much depth in this, I feel like. Uh, I like where this is going. Yeah. One, one question I had, um, I don't know if you'll, if you'll know the answer to this or not, but um, when you're doing a lot of resistance training, whether that's like a deadlift or a squat, um, you're also training your CNS, your central nervous system. Um, so how does that, how does training that and working that um, kind of impact you as you age? Oh, that's a great question. Um, man, impacting you as you age. Um, I mean, the thing is, like, strong people are resistant to a lot of things. So, for okay, let's put it this way. You know, if you, if you never do anything ever, you never do any kind of exercise, ever, you're at high risk of chronic disease, the kind of stuff that you don't feel until you're diagnosed with it, mm. you know? Um, so for example, like maybe I get a few dings in here, here and there, uh, my, my joints hurt every once in a while, but, uh, I, uh, generally don't have pain. 
I have great posture when I bend down to pick things up because my muscles are strong enough to resist the curvature of my spine. What happens whenever you don't have enough strength to pick something up or it feels really heavy, you compromise your position in order to make it easier. Does that make make it good for your spine? Not necessarily. Uh, you're creating shear forces that really break down the, the discs between your um, vertebrae. And so maybe I don't have a back injury ever, uh, but the guy next to me who never had any problems suddenly um, starts having pain shooting down his leg. He doesn't know where it came from. And then he goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, you got a degenerative disc problem. He's like, what? How did that happen? Um, he's like, well, you just do some more tests. We do. We see some other specialists. We see you just have zero core strength. And so you're compromising all over the place. All the pressure is coming to your spine. Mm-hmm. And so as we age, like doing those things that uh, are working hard on your CNS, is you're able to have better coordination. You're able to have better recruitment of your muscles. Um, you're able to stay functional for longer because your body knows these patterns. You know you know how to do it as long as you keep doing it in old age. It makes you resistant to the sudden things or the slowly degenerative things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense with, uh, like you said, about the more muscle recruitment um, mm-hmm. makes you less likely to compromise, you know, in those mm-hmm. positions like you mentioned. But, yeah, it's good. I don't know. It's it's a fascinating thing, um, and so I mean I, I see it all the time. Um, you know, maybe we had you had the strength to pick something up, but do you have the the strength to maintain a good posture? Mm-hmm. Um, by doing some focused resistance training with a good coach, um, you really work on sound postures that become a way of life. And if you maintain that strength, it's going to help you resist a lot of things down the road. You may not feel pain now, but if you're compromising your position now, at some point, you're going to feel the degeneration that's been happening to that joint or, or many joints for a long time. Um, or you get stiff in areas that didn't need to be stiff because your patterns were off. Right. So good stuff, man. Uh, this is fascinating that talk about i mean if, i don't even know if we're still on the same topic sometimes whenever we just kind of go on these rabbit trails but it's fun to sort of see like man uh so i mean do you get injured more the funny answer is yeah you get dings you know you, you get dinged up sometimes um but in large part i'm thankful that you know by staying physically active i can be preventing the chronic diseases that are totally lifestyle related uh, that don't need to be there in this world. Um, if everyone cared about what they eat, didn't eat too much and stayed regularly physically active, a lot of the stuff that's uh, plaguing our world right now in the developed world uh, would maybe be almost non-existent. So I'd say keep exercising. If you haven't done it, give it a shot. Find something you're consistent at. Uh, but to the, to the folks who are like, you know what? I don't feel like ha- having any pain. I don't, uh, I don't want to uh, do any kind of exercise. I mean, what, what can we say to someone who's never been injured and is afraid of getting injured because their best friend who was a workout-aholic uh, ended up getting hurt? What, what can we say to that person? Um, 
I would just say that, I mean, it's possible to get injured, but um, there are a lot of benefits like we've talked about. Um, and if you start doing things the right way and you take care of yourself, you make sure you're warm up properly, um, you're cooling down properly, you're eating well, you can really limit um, the possibility of getting injured. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the things that we can control um, are things that could potentially lead to injury. And so yeah. if that is something that you are really afraid of and you don't want to um, you know, even tempt fate by exercising, to, you don't want to get injured at all, so you don't want to ex- exercise at all, um, there are ways to really minimize your risk um, to the point that the benefits really will outweigh the costs. So Yeah. Yeah, often, really oftentimes, a lot of times the injuries that an active person faces are, um, it's not directly due to the exercise itself. It was, there was some kind of imbalance in the program itself, which may be, you know, that individual's fault, or maybe, you know, hopefully not the coach's fault, uh, whoever is doing the programming. Um, But also maybe like they just never rested. Uh, I've consulted with CrossFit gyms and other functional fitness gyms where people are working out six days a week doing like nine out of 10 difficulty, you know, 10 out of 10 kind of uh, difficulty type of workouts are going all out and like dude you're just going to burn yourself in the ground you got to mm-hmm. take a break in there somewhere where's your recovery at uh, so maybe your recovery's off your nutrition's off your sleep's off other you like those controllables that you mentioned those things can lead to injury um, even my recent injury uh, or inflammation in my hip you know was because I just wanted to get strong in the squat I did nothing but squat for a long time squatting like two to three days a week and didn't care about any of the pulls or anything. I hadn't deadlifted in months, you know? And uh, and then, you know, I got tight adductors and then my hips started hurting. So my own fault. That was my own programming fault uh, where I put so much attention on other clients that we served, um, other athletes that we're programming for that I just didn't think of myself at all. And so that was a rebuke to myself. Like, dude, think about yourself some. <laughs> you know? So um, I'll just say like, yeah, good point. Um, that means, you know, for if you have a friend who got badly injured, you know, maybe it's a good chance to ask him why. Like, what do you think led to that? Like, well, I just went from a lot or a little or nothing to a lot. And then I got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe ease into it. Uh, maybe find a good coach. Right? Sign up with us, Olympic Coaching, for some online program and get you started. Um, work on nutrition. Find the low-hanging fruit, something that helps you get started today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Fun talking about this. I don't know. What do you think? Did we find a conclusion? Do you think you figured out, you know, who's right? What's safer, you know, never doing anything at all or doing some kind of physical activity? You know that here at Olympic Coaching, we are all about being active. So, um, man, I hope this added some value to you, helped you understand a little bit more, and I hope that uh, you found some practical things you can get from this for why it's good to add some resistance training, some kind of physical activity into your regular routine today and figure out the best balance for you. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one.